everyone and welcome to what's your jersey podcast <laughs> i'm so sorry no my guest right now she i didn't fist pump for some reason and she just killed it she's dancing she's well, her collarbone game is so on point right now it's so good no because i'm like you know tr- i want to be do you say that you're a plyo jam instructor I on do, this yes. okay yeah so i want to come to your class so this is me trying to impress you like i want to be front row student <laughs> at plyo jam could you imagine how terrible it would be if you would have to like audition to come to the actual plyo jam class oh i can i just say if it was a competition uh-huh. i would come dressed up like you're with ready. little uh, pigtails with everything <laughs> like the call on me outfit you know call on oh me. god one of the best music videos of all time all fucking time yes oh, if, you, you could say whatever you want um no call on me literally if you have not seen that music video you need to go to youtube right now and watch it it's so hot it's so good yes and it'll give you all the moves that you need to have just in every everyday situation this is not a sponsored post for call on me we just really like it exactly this is actually (laughs) a real tip let me tell you yes coming in hot um i'm your host jacqueline marfuji and fuji please my fuji (laughs) and i really i You guys, I have Renee Gautier as a guest, but that's not the fucking dynamic voice you've been hearing for the past minute. Um, I went to Hot Pilates, not to sound super basic, with Deanna, and I was just like, oh my God, you have to come on the podcast because so much has just happened for you. And she was informing, you were informing me of all the things that like I did not know about getting ready for the coronavirus. Like there's so many things going on. Yeah. Well, first of all, let me correct you for a second. Yes. Hot Pilates is no longer basic because we were in there with Sarah Highland. And she, I don't think she's basic. Oh, my God. It was so amazing. We both like spotted her at the same time. But mid-conversation. <laughs> yes. And we both looked at each other and I was like, is she looking at me for the same reason? Or is she just responding to my like <laughs> question or whatever I was talking about? I gave you like the nod. Just the like, yep, the that nod. was her. And usually I'm not that person. <laughs> I know. I was. It was actually exciting for me to see you excited about something. But I've interviewed her on the red carpet. <laughs> It's just for me seeing her like no makeup at a workout class. Was I was great. like, this is fucking cool. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. And it, it also felt weird because I just Instagram stalked her like an hour before that because her and well, she posted something about her and her fiance being really oh, fucking that's cute. so cute. It's so annoying. So cute. And yeah. then to see her standing there, she looks, I mean, she's adorable. She's so cute. She looks like a little doll. She looks like a little doll. And she was wearing these huge glasses. Oh my God. How did she, she rocked them through like the whole class. Yeah. She's very edgy now. She's like edgy. I'm here for it yeah so am i i feel like she would like plyo jam too like i feel I, like she'd be really good at it i looked really at her moves is. and i was like she's definitely a dancer <laughs> exactly yeah she's got a little dance I, I have a question though because i feel like when we signed in at hot Pilates, like i always thought to pronounce your first name was deanna yeah that's deanna and you said hi i'm diana because then they're like deanna oh i can't see you on the list oh oh sorry deanna it's diana oh i don't know God. like does like that I'm ever struggling enough to say water no water like that's already enough of a struggs for me <laughs> a strug it's a strugs. so i was like i'm not gonna you know have the whole same situation happen with my name no it was i has that ever happened to you where like you've been calling someone by the wrong name for like the first month of knowing them and then you're like fuck me no i'm usually pretty good at names and i'm kind of in international so even if someone has a really weird name i'm usually good at picking it up you're on it but there's people that literally have been calling me diana for months oh my god i feel like i probably did at one point no you never did you were always good okay it's the italian in you you're fine (laughs) 
Well, you've heard Deanna on the podcast before. She is in another amazing podcast. Your guests have just been fire lately. Um, oh, hi, Luna. Hey, hi, Luna. Um, your podcast is called You Can't Sit With Me. Yes. Um, and it's amazing. So, guys, mm-hmm. definitely go download, subscribe, do all the things. And come listen to our episode together where we recap The Bachelor. Oh, yeah. Because that was a fun one. That was a really fun one. Yeah. Um, funny you brought that up because I wanted to talk about The Bachelorette news that dropped today. So, I don't know who she is. Don't know what she's about. I know. I, I literally did not see her season. So Claire Crowley, which I'm sure everyone knows that's listening, um, you know. If is, you're a Batch Nation fan, yeah. cool. You you know who she is. New Bachelorette. They announced it on Good Morning America. She came out and I am always here for a one-shouldered dress. And she had like a, it was like a gunmetal gray one-shoulder number on. And I was like, ooh, I like this. Yeah. I'm I, into her. I'm always about the one-shoulder. You know, I, li- I like a short, bare, naked shoulder, naked collarbone situation. Yes. Right, because the thing is, I have like a big butt, which we've been trying to work on together. No, and I love big butts. No, no but mine's not cute. It's like jiggly. It's it's really great. It's not that cute. But then my upper body is skinny, so if I don't want to look like tree trunk like, which mm-hmm. is such a mean thing to say, because like now it sounds like I'm fat shaming people, which I'm not. I just have a really weird body shape. I have to wear like kind of more naked tight tops on the top of my body, uh, as you are now, and it's yeah. great. Yeah. No. That's how I, I'm able... Because if I wear like more baggier tops, then I look larger because my bottom half is larger. Oh, so that's a good tip on like balancing out. Balance it out. So you go lighter on the top if your bottom might be your area where you're like, oh, that might feel a little bigger. Yeah. And then on the bottom, you can go lighter. Baggy. If you want, if you're feeling like bigger on top. Exactly. Like I always feel bigger on top. So I will do like kind of like an oversized menswear jacket with like nothing on the bottom. Exactly. And, <laughs> yeah. that, and I love that. Like you should even like make it more of a, you put, yeah, varsity jacket, super like cool, chill yes. girl, like guys girl. Then you can do mini shorts with like these super high boots and yes. make it very sexy. I love it. Yes. Well, I think like the new Bachelorette, Claire Crowley. She's 38. She's 38. And we were having this conversation. We would love to see someone that we can actually fucking relate to because I will never be able to relate to a 23-year-old with too much Botox, not enough life experience, and too many Instagram followers. Yeah. Never. The stakes aren't high enough when you're 23. Like, you're going to go through, like, a lot more dudes before you actually get the right dude. Your uterus is not sitting there telling you, TikTok, bitch. (laughs) So, like... The stakes aren't as high. It's not as exciting I to want, watch. Exactly. I don't care. It's not. I want to see some girl that is just in a rush to right. get married just because the stakes are it. so high. Exactly. And the guys, like, I want to see some guys that have been divorced, maybe. Maybe have a kid or two, you know. Plot twist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I want a lot of life experience on the show, and I think that's what we're going to get. Finally. I mean, I feel like everyone after watching this season of The Bachelor is like, um, if someone that is not over 30, 35 is not on the show, like we're canceling it. We're not watching it. So Everyone is saying that this season is so boring though. Boring. And it's because Peter is an almond, as we've said. An almond. An almond. Mm-hmm. Or almond. I don't even know. I'm French. Sorry, guys. But also because the girls are so vanilla because they're too young and they don't have enough substance. Mm-hmm. So it's just a boring season. Exactly. Vanilla and vapid. On the bachelor. <laughs> That's it. No, I'm excited. I, I did see some stuff about Bachelor Nation being like this girl has been in the Bachelor fan- franchise like six times now. So people are like, we're over her. We've seen her cry a million times. We don't want to see it again. But I feel like this is like a different kind of journey. She's front and center. I feel like she's going to have kind of like a Jennifer Aniston vibe. She yes. 
knows what she wants. But I also think it's also about the contestants. It's not always about the bachelor, bachelorette. Like this season, I mean, pizza was so basic that I was more interested in the ladies. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I could um, like get them off the screen. It literally. I just I want to see the girls. I want to see. I want to see the wearing. girls fighting. Yes. I want to see the girls get vicious. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're going to head to our good friend Jen Golden. It's complicated podcast. You've been on it. I've been on it. She's been yeah. on the show. We're all on each Nelly. other's shows. We're all on each other's shows. We're yeah. a big incestual pool. Um, if you're listening to one of our shows, why are you not listening to everyone else's shows? I mean, in our crew. Exactly. Rude. I love it. <laughs> I'm just going to talk like that for the. Rest. No, I'm not. Um. So. You were talking to me this morning about, okay, on the podcast, we usually do a section called Just Enough, and it's just enough sports for the week to talk sports. I really don't feel like talking sports right now. Okay. So shopping is sport for you, and I feel like that is just enough with you this week. We're going to talk about your Amazon list. We're going to talk about all the things you bought for protecting yourself against the coronavirus. Yes. And it's so important because after we met up, I literally went to Rite Aid and CVS. They're all out of hand sanitizer, that no face masks, like everything. Like people are losing their minds right now. Yes. So you need to help us. Exactly. So it's very hard to now find stuff. Obviously, people... There's mixed feelings about the masks. People say that the mask doesn't protect you. Mm -hmm. But that's because the mask, you can't get it from breathing. But you get it from touching someone and then touching your mouth. Mm -hmm. So the mask is kind of there to help you. Like if you've touched something, then you don't touch your mouth while you're like shopping or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Not touch our faces. But well, wear the mask. I mean, they have really stylish ones. So for coronavirus, okay, I don't know if it's 100% effective, but everywhere, all the hand sanitizers are just sold out. Sold out. It's insane. So so what I did, I went to Bath and Body Works because their hand sanitizers are not sold out. And I know it's basic. I know their flavors can be cheesy. But at this point, their scents, I mean, at this point, I do not care. I want a fucking hand sanitizer. (laughs) So I went to Basicville and I got myself a bunch. Oh my God, that's amazing. So that's what, you know, they still work. I mean, they're not like medical grade ones, but they still kill... The thing for coronavirus, you need to wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. My mom told us you have to sing happy birthday, the song to yourself. And that's that's great. Isn't that a good one? That's a good tip. Look at you. You're becoming a tip queen too. Bombshellin. Thanks for the hot tip. So proud of you. Okay. So then I got myself. (laughs) Wait, I need to know though. Are you going to walk around in public with this face mask thing on? Like, when are you going to wear it? Like, when is Deanna, who is, you know, a hot little classy bitch, going to put this face mask on? Oh, I'm wearing it. <laughs> are you joking? You're if here anyone for it? is going to start a trend, which is, is has already been started at this point, I would be down. You'd be down. As long as it's comfy. If okay. something's not comfortable, I ain't wearing it. You're like, wearing no. It. But if it's comfy and it doesn't bug me too much, which in this case won't bug me because mask on your mouth, less eating. Let's yeah. not lie to ourselves. Oh, that's smart. Less snacking. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty lazy when it comes to that. I'll just leave it on. Yeah, yeah. I'll leave it on and then yeah. I'll be like, shoot, can't snack now. Yeah, darn. Sniff, sniff. <laughs> but the butt will thank me for it. Oh, yeah. So um, I actually ordered these little flower ones. Oh, that's cute. So cute. It's So it's a black one and it has cute little flower design. Of designs. course it's cute Because as it's fuck. spring almost. So And I didn't want to get a pink one because that's obnoxious. No. And so on Amazon, it's called the Beat Basic Dust Proof Mask. Okay. It's the black one with flowers. I'll send you links so you can put in the description. Oh, yeah. We're going to put all the links in the description. So just go to the description. You guys can download everything. Exactly. If all your the hand sanitizers uh, are sold out, my tip is get them from Bath and Body Works because 
they have so many. So did you just go to the Beverly Center? Well, I went online and I just like purchased a bunch. Okay. Um, Because they're not expensive. No. You know what I mean? Um, And also you want to get yourself some plastic gloves. Those are the most important ones because touching is what's important. So, you know, everyone's like, don't touch handles, you know, use handles with your elbows. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking do that. I'm just going to wear plastic gloves. You're going to wear plastic gloves everywhere? Yeah. And I you make you can make it stylish. Oh, really? I mean, the minute I hear that coronavirus is in California, that's when I'm going to start wearing. That's my when shit. you're going to start. Okay, so once we hear that it has hit, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Yesterday, I had never been to. It's a big market downtown. Yeah, I don't know why I can't remember the name of it, but it's got like egg slut. It's got yeah. you know, like a just a ton of like food trucky type cool stuff. And it was so terrifying because there was just so many people walking around. People were like coughing. Like it, I felt like I was paranoid. in a third world country. And afterwards, I just like came home. I canceled all my plans for the night. I was like, I'm not feeling well. Like I, I think I got really in my head. I also was extremely hungover from the weekend. We and that had. makes you a little depressed slash negative yes. slash you think you have coronavirus. Everything. Yeah. So yeah. I was just feeling all the things. And that's why I went and spent like $150 on like just disinfectant products and like zinc loss. So did I? Yeah, zinc closet. I was gonna. That was my next one. So because it's a virus, you want to get any antiviral thing. So manuka honey is also a pretty good one. I mean, no, that's antibiotic. I don't fucking know. Get everything. Yeah. No, no, but the zinc um, lozenges. I've I've heard that as well. That's a because that helps with um, viral viral infections yes exactly i'm not a fucking doctor let me tell you yeah it's so many things but the gloves for me the medical gloves and that's a big they're not sold out yet because no one's smart enough to go buy them no i was able to buy the last box at rite aid right it's crazy though everyone was running around like you could see everyone's like baskets were just filled with all the same shit yeah there's also um if you can't find them at rite aid you can go to like a professional hairstylist um supply store and they will have plastic gloves oh my god look at you yeah (laughs) it's so i mean it's so crazy that all the things we're like talking about like washing your hands for a certain amount of time it's like this is all shit that we should be doing on a regular basis but no because i have been told that the person who hand sanitizes and washes too much then they have the their immunity won't be as good okay so we should yeah like don't don't go to like a, a gym and then not wash your hands okay. obviously don't go into the subway and not wash your hands but like every single time you touch something i think you'll be fine i just think it's so funny like certain people have like allergies or certain things now if someone like sneezes around anyone or coughs like you're fucked it is like you have the plague would really like you might just be allergic to something like you don't have coronavirus but what i will say if if you like if you're sick please stay the oh fuck home God, i yes. can't know stay home yes it's so crazy though because there's been certain times where like i've had to do shows and there's someone on the show that you're like dude like stop coughing when you do stand-up comedy i would take an antibacterial wipe and wipe your microphone (laughs) just make it into a bit just every time yeah no before your set so no. you don't get it from the person before you. I, I wish it could be that like cute, but like you go up and you just have it. Yeah, and use it as part of your joke. Exactly. Be like, it's guys, in there. coronavirus. Like you, you just make it a thing. <laughs> um, Deanna, tell me a really great story about the first 
stand-up comedy show she went to <laughs> today. Um, can you tell the meatballs about that? Hey, meatballs. <laughs> uh, meatballs. So um, my first comedy show I ever went to, because I'm not at all in the world of comedy, was a date. And I was taken to the improv, the Hollywood, Hollywood improv. improv. Yes. Very, very famous. I knew, I knew nothing. I was new to LA. That's great. And so um, the guy who took me out on a date was like, do you like comedy shows? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and he's like, why? And I'm like, because I think I'm the funniest. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think anyone else is funny because I find that sometimes humor can be too like, oh, I'm so funny. And I like yeah. I try, when it's try too hard, I don't think it's funny. You're not into slapstick. You like a dry, smart joke. I like, yeah, dry, subtle, smart and yes. very, very twisted. That's what I like. I like Anthony Jeselnik will probably be the comedian for you. Maybe, but I, I, I'll have to check it yeah, out. You have to check that and out. And so I sit down and people start, you know, doing their shows, their sets, because now I'm very familiar with the terminology. Look at you. Yeah. And so, um, and then some guy stops the show and is like, motherfuckers or whatever. And everyone goes, oh my gosh. And like, I'm like, oh, cool. Like a little bit of improv at Hollywood Improv. It was Dave Chappelle um, (laughs) who shows up and basically everyone who was supposed to perform that night got canceled because he just took over. Yeah. Funniest person I've ever watched. Like that is the reason I now go to comedy shows because <laughs> I'm hoping ju- Dave Chappelle pops up. Dave Chappelle, <laughs> but I didn't know who he was, and he picked on me and stuff, and I was just like, "Oh my goodness!" Oh, and, I love it. You know, and I was wow. Like actually, I fucking love comedy. And then, <laughs> and then, and then he ends up calling. Um, John Mayer. John Mayer. What the fuck? Why the fuck am I forgetting? John Mayer who was out and about in LA shows up. It was before they had their show together. So this was complete, like not planned at all. He shows up, they start playing music together. It was so, so fun and entertaining. So I knew who John Mayer was. And then we leave and I'm like, Oh, thanks. That was so much fun. And the guy was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, do you realize what just happened? And I was like, Oh yeah, it was really good. You're like that doesn't happen on every show. That, that's not every show. And he was like, no. And I was like, Oh, well I really liked it. You know what? I just realized I didn't even tell you this today. I, I had a show that I was producing at the Hollywood Improv and like the lineup was sick and we were going to be broadcasting the Victoria's Secret fashion show behind us. Amazing. Like the comics were all going to be doing like commentary on it while the show was going on. And day of, I get a call from the Improv and they're like, hey, we're really sorry, but Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle just hit us up and they need the room. Um, so I also have gotten bumped for oh, Dave yeah. Chappelle. Got it. So apparently this is a thing that he does because yeah. I think he started out there and he knows the oh yeah he's the, great the he owner does it, very well yeah, yeah at the comedy store too. And so when he needs a little bit of like I don't know training ego boost whatever he'll just be like I'll put on a show tonight. It was really fucking good. Yeah. By the way, I'm no comedian. Don't even know how you do that to yourself. To me, that that's my definition of my worst nightmare having to stand in front of people and try to land a joke i think i would fucking die i think if you looked at it like i have to stand in front of people and bitch about all the things that i find really fucking annoying it might be easier for you that's a very good way of putting it together but so i was gonna say next time you ever need someone to critique a victoria's secret fashion show (laughs) i was getting there Feel free to call me. I don't know if I would be able to land a joke, but I have a very different perspective. Oh my God, I love it. I'm really sad they canceled those actually. Yeah, no. you should do it. I, I, should, I should try to resurrect the Victoria's Fashion Show. It's very sad. Um, I I feel like 
I don't know, everyone at your birthday party this weekend was like a Victoria's Secret model. I'm not going to lie. Really? Yes. You guys, it was so funny. So Deanna had a birthday party. You had a few. You had, had a few. Two. Yeah, you had two birthdays. And then my friend took me out for a birthday. birthday. You did like a whole Beverly Hilton, like, which is where they do the Golden Globes. It's very luxurious. Like, it's just a cool, like, day. It was an influencer day. It was an influencer day. No, like, as in, like, we got it all for free and we just had to post. I'm not going to lie about that shit. Like, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, free food, free rosé, free, like, beauty treatments, whatever. And we had to post it. So I was like, fuck it. I'll suck it up. I'll be on my phone today. But what I do is I capture... And then I post later on. That's what I do. Yeah. I've learned to just save because I want to be in the moment. Like you get yeah. it done, you get it out of the way. And no, then I like, do it in two, two seconds, two minutes. Totally. And I just forget about it sometimes though. Like I'll be scrolling through my phone and be like, oh shit, I wanted well, to. Well, I, fo- I forgot. And my friend was like reminding me. Also in the photo that I actually posted, um, you'll see me holding my phone. And if you zoom in on the screen, it's actually Jacqueline's Instagram profile <laughs> feed because I was showing my friend, friend your Playa Jam oh God, um, stuff. It. So that's a, a fun plot twist for the meatballs. You're amazing. I want to know, and then I will let you get to all the bachelor viewing. I want to know what tips you have for someone who has to go through like four days of parties or like you, you had like adorable outfits. You, you showed up, you looked great. Like what are your tips for sustaining a birthday or just like any weekend, like a wedding weekend, a bachelorette weekend, like any of that. It's crazy to me that you're asking me for those tips rather than Amazon tips, because I'm the one person who fucking hates planning. Like I, I hate planning. Oh, I'm shocked. You were on top of it. I even had my friend helped me. I had a sash that said, Miss so Laney did that. Hi, Laney. So the tip, yeah, she's so sweet. So my tip is find a really good friend mm-hmm. that just loves to party because she'll be down to help you plan. So oh. I just like, I didn't want to do anything. And she was like, you're not doing anything. So she booked La Descarga, which is the salsa bar. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, okay, fine. So I'll do drinks and food at my house. So the way that I prep for this, my little tip, I don't know if it helps anyone, Um this brand gave me a stroller for my dog, which I've never used because my dog will not fucking stay in a stroller. Look at her. She's ADD in a dog. And so I use it to go do my drink shopping at Trader Joe's. Oh my God. So everyone thinks I'm a MILF because everyone thinks I've, because it's like a big stroller. It's not like, it's like a bigger one. So, I mean, it's not huge, but it's too big for Luna. Got it. And so people are like, congratulations, you look amazing. And so you get the ego boost out of it, which is amazing. And then you get your drinks and you're like, wow, I've really killed this. So already you're in a good mood for your birthday. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I walk to Trader Joe's because it's walking distance. So if yes. you're in New York or in a walkable city that is not LA, just use your dog stroller. <laughs> That's such a good And you're not going to look like a grandma. You're going to look like a MILF. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Look at you. So that's the tip. Um, and then I ordered two pizzas on Postmates, two massive pizzas. Yes, I was so mad I didn't try any of the pizza. Ugh, they were really good. No. And then I got a bunch of like sushi bits from Whole Foods and just cups and things. I always order a bunch of cups and plates and stuff on Amazon in case like someone needs. Oh, so God. I always have those around the house and that's how I plan. Have a HomePod, have an Alexa, get your playlist playing. And this is how you get people together. Yeah, the music was great. Everyone was in a good mood. I mean, I had my cousin Rob Forte. I like love him. He, he's, he's so best. cute. He's so cute. And but so my funny. tip is also when you, my, my, my biggest tip of all is when you plan a party like this, I mm-hmm. could have invited, you know, a hundred people or 50 people. 
it's the guest list. Yeah. So I didn't, you know, some people might get offended, boohoo, like deal with it. And, you know, and you just have to invite the people that are just down. And that even if it was you, me and Lainey alone, we would have still had so much fun. Oh, totally. We would have had pizza. We would have laughed. And I think that's the most important thing. You know, so many times before when I've planned parties, I was like, no one's coming. Like, I'm so afraid. And to be honest, a lot of people canceled and didn't come. Yeah. But because the people that were on the guest list was, were just so down and so fun, I didn't even worry about who was coming or not. That's amazing. And the vibes were good. Yeah, the vibes were great. We walked in. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Because, Gianna, like, we're newer friends. But, yeah. like, you made me feel so welcome. Your friends did. Like, everyone was just so chill. So I definitely think just having people that you love there that yeah. you know are, are just going to be a good time no matter who's around them. Exactly. Like, my friends thing. love me so much that they want to make sure that my friends that they are nice to my friends because oh, yeah. they know that my other friends are important to me. Oh my God, so just it. have good friends. Just don't be friends with a bunch of bitches. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, that was another, th- I was worried about that. I was worried it was just going to be a bunch of girls that wouldn't talk to me, which turns me on a little bit because I'm like, ooh, a challenge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I, I'm like, okay. I but um, It wouldn't have been that much of a challenge for you to check them <laughs> real quick. But yeah, no, my friends are just so down to earth and down to party. Mm. And just make sure you have those two, three great friends that will just be be there for you yes exactly and then with regards to the outfits and stuff you know what a bodysuit a pair of jeans what i wore yeah and that's what i wore on the saturday yes um i actually had a house party i hadn't had my hair or makeup done i just packed a bag and i just did it there and brought all my drinks and stuff yeah because sometimes i can take too long if i'm just at home but if you just bring it with you and like you're getting ready with like a cocktail and like it just happens faster exactly at the place and i was still applying some of my makeup on when some of the guests were arriving and i was like what's up yeah. and then it lightens the mood and people just feel at home i love it yeah look at you yeah chic as fuck well, you still oh, look great as, oh, thank you. oh yeah. yeah you made it through the birthday weekend luna <sighs> Do you want a couple of birthday? Uh, do you, would you want more tips? I yeah, so we could do more tips. Do okay. it. How much time do I have? You have give it up. Give us okay, the fine. tips. So I was just <laughs> sent this. So um, cheers, cheers, health. Okay. So they send you these little pills that you basically take before you go to bed, like when you stop drinking, and they cut your hangover. Oh my god! Wasn't God-y. hungover the next day. What? Cheers. Uh, I have a code, Deanna15, but like, whatever. You should try and get them to give you a code for your podcast. Oh yeah. Um, or get them to sponsor. Um, it worked. Like, okay. And then they also have a powder that you can also take in the morning if it's extremely bad. Um, they're good for your liver and they really help with, you don't need like pickle juice and the Bloody Mary, like they replace that. <gasps> so that really helped me. I love me. that because I don't like Bloody Marys. I'm not into it. Oh, I'm into them, but then oh. they burn my tongue. Like yeah. when we had our sweet green salad, I had so many Bloody Marys, I couldn't taste the salad. <laughs> um, so that's a really good tip. Another tip is always the cold roller when you're hungover, deep oh. your face. Yes. Um, do we want just normal tips? Yeah, sure. The mushroom coffee. Ooh. So I have mushroom coffee in every morning mm-hmm. and it makes me like not jittery. It's just like better than normal coffee. And I like the one from Shrooms Up. Okay. It's super cute pink packaging. Oh, that is cute. They come in little sachets. They're instant. So you put it in hot water, then you mix it with like your frothed milk and then it's like a latte situation. Oh. So that's a great Amazon tip. Um, oh, this bag. This bag I got on Amazon and it looks like the the Bottega, the Bottega, yeah. Bottega bag, but I got it on Amazon for 
Let me tell you the exact price. I got it on Amazon for $33. What? Yeah. So it looks, I'm sure you thought, oh, Deanna probably has a Bottega bag. Oh, yeah. No, bitches. $33 on Amazon. Oh, that's gorge. Um, and it's, the brand is, can I spell it? B-O-K-P-L-D. And it's called the Women's Pouch Dumpling Crossbody Bag. That's the perfect bag, especially for like going out and for even a day party. Because it's a clutch, but then it has the little um, straps. I always struggle with bag life. <laughs> yeah, and it, it has so much room. Oh, that's amazing. And it looks exactly like the Bottega one. Perfect. So that's We're gonna a great tip. That. Oh uh, my gosh, guys. Well, ask me for another so tip. So many tips. Um, okay, we went through. I, I want tips on how to transfer from day to night. Because like you could have been partying all day. And then what do you do at night? Okay. Especially if you can't go home. Okay. I do that all the time. Okay. Okay, so... I don't really pack anything or plan these situations. Yeah. But my tip is go find yourself a bathroom. I wash my underarm area with the soap yeah. in the bathroom and dry it. So, you know, if you've been sweating and you've been day drinking and stuff, like it just gets rid of the BO. It's a refresher. Exactly. And then if you have hand sanitizer in your bag, I put hand sanitizer there. Ooh, that's good. Because of the, the smell and stuff. Also, I always have a lipstick in my bag. It's the only thing I carry around. So I use it as a cream blush on my cheeks to give myself a bit more color. And then on my lips is a lipstick. Okay. And then that's yeah. that's kind of how I go from day to night, really. That's great. I feel like a good pop of lip color is the way to go. Exactly. And you can also use it a little bit as like an eyeshadow, eyeliner type situation, depending on the lipstick that you have. Oh so it kind of works for everything. And then just make sure you clean your underarms and you're good to go. You are so fabulous. Thank you so much for giving us all these tips. Thank you I for having like me. We're all going to be healthy and safe now because of you. Well, I'm not healthy, <laughs> but, you know, have fun shopping. <laughs> She is really healthy. She's such a liar. Um, <laughs> where can the meatballs find you and listen to your podcast and do all the things? Thank you so much. So you can find me on Instagram at Deanna Espia. That's D-I-A-N-A-E-S-P-I-R for all the tips. On the You Can't Sit With Me podcast on all podcasting platforms. And please, meatballs, if you've been listening and not reviewing this podcast, can you do it for me? Because <laughs> I just give you so many tips. Thank you. Yes, please rate, review, subscribe, and most of all, share with your friends because that's the best way to find out about the podcasts. best way screenshot this episode of Jacqueline's and then put it on your stories tag her let her know she she'll she'll appreciate yeah I love hearing from you guys and I think you guys are also going to love um I guess this week Renee Gautier if you like lip sync battle or Chrissy Teigen you better you just listen through the whole thing she gives such awesome stories about she was a producer and a writer for Chrissy Teigen lip sync battle Amazing. she gives great stories about Ramona Singer and Melissa Gorga on lip sync battle together like I have she to tune in. drops the knowledge she's so funny so you guys are in store for just like a great episode and some inside scoop I'll be tuning in my friend yeah so listen and thank you so much Deanna for being here of course no, thank you for having this me this was like a last minute thing and I was like please 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 I feel like this is so needed on the podcast so I really appreciate you coming over I'll come give all the tips whenever you want oh yes and now without further ado Renee Gautier oh my god Meatballs. This has been months in the making. <laughs> it really has. It really has yeah, been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, and I, I texted this to you, the timing is finally right. So much has happened. There's so much to talk about. Um, guys, you're in for such a freaking treat. I First of all, I love anyone 
that's from Chicago. So that alone, <laughs> I got me like pumped up for this episode. Also, we both said we were a little tired starting out, but there are there's donuts, there's Red Bull, there's coffee. So get ready for a lot of energy that's about to come your way. It's gonna be gross. Um, I mean, my guess right now, her resume and her credits is so freaking stacked that I'll let you Google her. But some of my favorite ones, um, you know, no big deal. She's a four time Emmy freaking nominee. Uh, your the shows I wrote on. <laughs> That's still, I mean, it's still a big deal. Uh, <laughs> and she's honestly like, she could do everything. She could do stand up. She's a writer, a producer, a dancer. You're all the things. Um, I don't know. You've worked on these like tiny unknown shows, Lip Sync Battle. Okay. Um, the MTV Movie Awards. Uh, you've worked with Kristen Cavallari, Chelsea Handler, Aisha Tyler. Just like the list goes on and on. And seriously, one of my favorite credits is that you're a former bat mitzvah dancer yes thank you i know that's a big deal we are going to talk about that later and on top of it you were writing for paula abdul's vegas residency show which if you guys listen to the episode with percy rust emoji i probably fucked it up i, I always fuck up his name ah uh, it's okay you fucked names. up mine too it's a yeah. lot of names um if you listen to his episode we talked very highly of you um meatballs welcome renee gautier oh, to what's your jersey you. <laughs> thank you can you hear me yeah, I can oh, hear just you. Tracking. Yeah, you sound amazing. Like I just got scared. You're killing it. Um, <laughs> Renee, I, I mean, you're you're like the busiest woman I know. You're the busiest person in showbiz. It doesn't feel that way, but I guess when you actually look at it on paper, I'm pretty active. Oh, totally. No, so, you're, so literally she produced a comedy show last night. And is the venue called American Barbershop? It is, yeah. Okay. You have to look at Renee's Instagram page. Pimp yourself out. What's your handle? Oh, at Nene Gooder. <laughs> like Nene Leaks, but Nene. Any, any Gooder. I love it. It gives yeah. you a uh, street cred. Yeah. Um, I, you have the best pictures from this comedy show alone. Oh, yeah. We're lucky. We have good photographers. Oh, my gosh. Back and yeah. also, it's just the setting of it. Like, tell the meatballs where you actually have a comedy show. Yeah, it's called Classic Comedy. It's at American Barbershop on Sunset in Echo Park. And we're so lucky. The owner, George, is just dope. Like last night, one of those, everything in the place is antique. It's like from the chairs to the everything. And he's <sighs> built everything else. So he like seriously goes and gets like antique registers. And he's just really great. And he, um, someone accidentally knocked over one of those barber spinners. Oh, God. But it's because whoever serviced the barber pole or whatever the fuck it's called, can I swear? Yeah, you can uh, say whatever you want. Uh, he thinks wasn't locked in, so it was like easily tipped over. So during Kyle Kinane's <gasps> set, a full like crash. Oh my god! Happened. So, but this is how great George is. He's like, no, 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 don't worry about it. It's going to cost like eighty bucks to fix. He goes, and that's nobody's fault. He's like, that should be that should be so sturdy. You can hang on it. Oh, was first of all, Kyle's hilarious. So funny. Was he so freaked out by that, or did no? He not handled even... it. I love Kyle. I've known him so many years now, and I just. <laughs> He he's just the nicest dude, and be, I don't know if everyone realizes how nice he is because his demeanor is mm -hmm. so like Chicago guy. Yeah, but he's the he's honestly the best. Like he handled it on stage. He went a little longer. He came off stage. He goes, "I'm sorry, I went longer. I didn't know." I go, "Are you apologizing?" Like a full barber pole fell. <laughs> like 
thank you. Like you could do it, do whatever you want. Well, like, you could have put a meltdown on stage. Yeah, do whatever you want. Oh yeah, my he's god, great. I love it. Um, so Renee is Sicilian. I'm, I guess, Napolitano. Ooh, like I'm boy. from Naples. Northern I know and Southern in the oh. same room. It's like all happening. Yeah. So we do kind of like a little rapid fire um, question thing here. So okay. let's just, I just want your thoughts on it. Um, do you like meatballs or bolognese better? I like meatballs. Oh, okay. I like that. I like bolognese better, but like whatever. Interesting. Do you have a favorite meatball place in um, LA? In LA? Yeah, I, I make know. my grandma's, but I will be honest, uh, Lil Dom's doesn't have shitty ones. I, uh, Thank you for saying that. Little Dom's is like the best kept secret. I guess it's not really a secret anymore. Alone. No, but it also, their meatballs have sausage in it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I totally love that. Like I'm a full ground beef chick, but I respect it. You respect it? I do. See, we do the ground beef, the veal. Like we, we do all three meats. Yes. Yeah, we also we do. do like fish a lot. If, yeah. Northern Italians <laughs> use a lot of fish. We do. And Southern Italians <laughs> don't. We're more red meaters. So... Makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Do you call it gnocchi or gnocchi? I call it gnocchi. Gnocchi? See, I'm gnocchi. (laughs) But also in New Jersey, don't you guys call. So in Chicago, we call what you guys call ziti. Uh huh. We call mastacholi. Oh my God. No, I've never heard that before. I am so surprised at how many people don't know what mastacholi is. It's basically ziti. What? Without ricotta. Do you guys have ricotta in your baked ziti, right? First of all, we call it ricotta. But I, I get <laughs> First of all, we call it rogata. <laughs> so Italian. Are you 100% Italian? No, I'm not at no. all. That's okay. the worst. I'm like Italian Irish. <laughs> oh, got it. I'm half, Ita- uh, half Sicilian, half French. Oh, yes. Locked in. The Gautier. Yeah. Oh, what a classy bitch. Can't help I it. love it. Hairy, but like scrappy angry, too. Scrappy. Yeah. Yep. That's, I mean, what part of Chicago are you from? I'm from Chicago proper. So okay. uh, I would say northern, western. I don't know. Northern, Western. Northern. I'm like Northwest of downtown. Okay. All right. You're just cool. Um, (laughs) I, and the last one I always wonder about, do you call it mozzarella or mozzarella? Mozzarella. Oh my God. We're like over three. And you say mozzarella? I call it mozzarella. (laughs) First of all, mozzarella. I mean, what am I listening to? I know. Um, No. Well, first of all, I have a heavy Chicago accent. So it's like mozzarella. Mozzarella. So, but it's mozzarella. It's mozzarella. Mozzarella. It's not mozzarella. (laughs) Why is it mozzarella? I used to call it mozzarella. Mootsie is my favorite. <laughs> like, what would your last supper be? Mine would be just like a ball of mozzarella. Yeah, like me eating it like a fucking apple, dipping it into bouillonnaise sauce. Yeah. I mean, I'm not mad at that last supper. I'm trying to think. I, for me, I think it would be my grandma's pasta with meatballs. <sighs> and then like just an accidental side dish of burrata with just balsamic like, and tomatoes. You know. Just, just a, oops, a second oh dish. Yeah. <laughs> it's your last dish and you got two. That's how I would do it, I think. Oh, I love it. I love meat. Um, we, we're, we are meat eaters yeah. here and on What's Your Jersey. I was yeah. trying, I don't know about you, for like the beginning of this year to be like vegan and like only do vegetarian, like plant-based, everything. It's hard. Being a vegan is super hard. And I hate when people... So I've tried... I mean, I've given up... Like for Lent, I've given up meat and like, yeah. and I'm just like, I'm a meat eater. And But I can see... I could probably live without it. Like I'm, I'd be okay if I had to. Yeah. But dairy, I have a hard time getting rid of. I have given up cheese before and it <sighs> is technically better for you, but... 
It's just so good. It's so good. It's too good. It was funny. I know like my skin got a lot clearer, but I also got like kind of fatter because I was eating so many carbs. Well, you end up, a lot of vegans end up eating more, way more bread. Yeah. <laughs> like it's weird. But even, I, uh, what was I going to say? You said that you got fatter, which is weird. Oh, when vegans are like, this cashew cheese is amazing. I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's the nut cheese is, del- you're going to, it's not the same. It's not cheese. You can say it's, good but you can't say it's the same it's like not. it's comparable <laughs> like third i mean you can be delusional and pretend yeah i mean i guess nut milks yes that milk can be made into a cheese oh my god but i can't do it it's i've tried not. no i've tried on to. a pizza no no thank you i'd it. rather not yeah i'd just rather not i'm and kind of like all or nothing yeah <laughs> i don't want to eat pizza with fake cheese no not at all no nope. into it i love it i'm here for it we're, we're not doing that. Um, so the point of What's Your Jersey is we find out where you're from and how you got to where you are. Okay. So we, we found out you're a Chicago girl. Yeah. And I want to know, were you always just really funny, really just like loud, center of attention, just everything? Um, yeah, probably. Uh, probably always trying to be the center of attention. I appreciate you calling me funny. I... Yes, I've always been someone who used comedy to get through stuff. Mm. My dad died when I was a kid. Mm. But even before that, our dynamic as a family was about making fun of each other and joking around. Like comedies ruled the house. You know what I mean? Like if there was a comedy special on, we all watched it. Uh, When Comic Relief came out, I remember my dad having a bunch of friends over (sighs) and watching it almost like the Super Bowl of the summer. So comedy has always been a big, big deal, but I'm the middle child. Oh. So attention I need. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, kind of. I I was always jealous of people from Chicago because of Home Alone. Okay. I mean, like the accents alone in that movie, like you don't even realize it. Like I, I just loved it. I loved all the houses. Yeah. (laughs) Everything. And B, I was always jealous of middle children because Britney Spears was a middle child. And I just. You're, you're, you've, okay. (laughs) So right there. that's good for her? Yeah. (laughs) Do you think she's in a good space? I got it. Not at all. Right. No. Pray for Britney. I don't know if she needs to be freed right now. She's not the oldest? No, Brian, her older brother, oh, Brian. Oh, got it, you're right. Yep, there's an older one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was pretty hot at one point. I don't know. I don't know. We're all trash <laughs> at the end of the day. I mean, the, that family, yeah. Yeah. She seems lovely. It's a lot. Although, I just saw Jamie Lynn Spears post that she's doing, or she just filmed Steel Magnolias. Are we doing a reboot of that? I don't like know. Film, like movie theater reboot? Yeah, she was like, look out for it coming soon. I feel like it's kind of either a Netflix series or something along those lines. Oh, it might be a series, but yeah. I don't know. Nobody, I don't know. I'm not even going to look it up. It's like untouchable. Like, also, why would we cast her? I don't know. Out of nowhere. I don't know what's going on. Oh, bless them. Yeah, I hope I'm not dropping wrong scoop. We'll see. Go well. on her Instagram. She posted <laughs> it last night. She was outside of AOC. She got, oh my God. So you've worked with um, Kristen Cavallari before. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Justin Anderson, I think. Yes. The, she got her hair done by Justin Anderson. Who's oh, Jamie Lynn? Yes. Oh. <laughs> so she posted that yesterday. I promise I wasn't doing a deep dive. I don't know why. It just kept Does popping up. Does she live up. in Nashville? Probably. Yeah. I think she's out here for like press and stuff. But got Justin it. did her color. Got it. Yes. Well, Kristen Cavallari is another like Chicago girl. Yeah. How she's did, the best. Like how did, did that come about because you guys were like both Chicago girls or was it just no, um, Hollywood? This will excite you. Uh, we uh, so uh, we did a show together called Paradise Hotel, which shot in Mexico. Oh, my God. The production company is the same 
person who created Jersey Shore. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, in this office, first of all, I had never met Kristen before. Uh-huh. Somebody I'd worked with on Lip Sync Battle uh, suggested me. So I came in and interviewed. I got along with Sally Ann, who's the head of 495, yeah. immediately. Is her last name Maisano? Salsano. Salsano. She's it. great. Yeah. She's like... She's no bullshit. And I've heard stories. I really respond to that Uh because, you know, like I think the first thing she said to me is like, hey, Skagarella. And I was like, what up, Poe? Like (laughs) it was an instant. We get along. You know what I mean? But so she hired me and I had never met Kristen. Um, But of course, I know who she is. And the truth is, is I never watched Very Cavalry up until then. Like. I, you know, I was a Laguna Beach head. Oh, what, so I mean, call ourselves as um, we all are Laguna Beach. Were you a Kristen or a Lauren girl, though? I actually thought Lauren was very annoying. Yes, I, I love Kristen. Yeah, I resonate with Kristen. Um, just as a person is kind of like no bullshit. But when we got to Mexico and we, well, sorry, this sounds like a dumb story. But I went to Nashville to meet her. Um. She was incredible. Like she said, fuck, like immediately. And I was like, we're here. Like, because I was, you know, you never know. No. And also you only know her persona, right? Like, and if I'm not watching Very Cavalry, I'm kind of picking up on her old shit. Yeah. So she was incredible. She was so dope. Like we got to Mexico. We were there for six weeks together. Oh, wow. And we just like immediately connect. Like we still text text each other and she's, Really sweet and kind and funny. She's great. Are you wearing Uncommon James earrings right I now? I am. <laughs> Do you know what's so funny is I don't wear jewelry like this. Yeah. And she sent me like a care package thank you. Uh-huh. And these are in there. They're the medium girl boss. Um, and I love them. They're adorable. And I feel like they do make me feel like I'm dressed up even when I'm not. Oh my God. Like they, you know how some people say like a red lip. Like if you have a lip, oh yeah, it puts it, no matter what you're wearing, you feel put together. Uh-huh. That's how I feel about the jewelry. I love her. Jo- I love her style. First yeah. of all, like hands down. Same. I feel like my favorite is like classic with an edge, and yeah. that's like what she is. A hundred percent. I feel like I'm also like trying to talk like her now. <laughs> it just like happens. She's just so <laughs> she's so great. And last night for my show, I was like, I want to put the silk cami over a white baby tee, and I first person I texted was her and I go okay coming in hot with a fashion question I was like is it stupid and then she was sleeping she's in Nashville so she was like texting me this morning she goes I'm a grandma and I was in bed yes do it yeah and then I did it I showed a picture and she was like mm-hmm. outfit like, I- she's just so great but of course I you know, also asked Lindsay Adams and Justine Marino. I was like, can somebody please just tell me yes or no? Am I fat? Oh my God, stop. You know, no. I, uh, we were just talking about this also. See, I'm a monster. I literally shoved donuts in front of Renee's face and she's like, I'm fasting. And I was like, I'm sorry. I was PMSing. I had a donut before you got here. Like I have just been on a good one. Where are these from? They're, it's right down the street. It's, I find it's really hard to find like a good donut shop yeah. in this area. Um, so yeah, right off of Laurel and Santa Monica. Anyway, you you're doing your thing in Chicago. You were doing Second City, correct? And were you like, did you go to college? Like, were you a writing major? Like, what or did you come straight here? No, um, I quit college <laughs> to be a bar mitzvah, yes. entertainment, interactive dancer. I love it in Chicago. Uh, I danced for a bar mitzvah company for a long time, and. Uh, did some backup dancing and did like some freelance dance that like just kind of got out there. Yeah. Um, and then I started Second City and I would do dance stuff in 
my sketches. And then I went through a breakup, started doing stand-up. Two years, three years into stand-up, I moved out here. Wow. I had no... I, I In my mind, I never was a writer. Really? And then I did Just for Laughs, and someone came out after me, like a manager after my audition, and was like, you're a great writer. And I was like, I'm not a writer. <laughs> Which, obviously, she doesn't represent me, because she's like, low self-esteem, how yeah. are you? <laughs> um, but you did, yeah. I just, like, I was seen at the comedy store by one of the executive producers of Ridiculousness, mm-hmm. and that's how I got my first writing job. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so what was that? Like, were you scared? Did you... Because I feel like some people, when they get hired to do stuff, have, like, imposter syndrome, where yes. you're like, um, I can, can I do this? I didn't have it until... So I walked in the room, and it was a lot of other male comedians that I already knew. Okay. And so I was like, oh, my God. And I didn't know that that was going to happen. So it was, like, mostly comics that I knew, a couple that were fresh to me, uh, who weren't even comics, they were, like, legit writers. Yeah. And... I got in there and my friend Mike Burns was also in the room and he and I, I remember they like gave us each an episode and was like, you're going to write the script for this episode. And he and I looked at each other and I was like, oh, this is the jig is up. Like (laughs) now it's going to be like, "Mm, what? And then, you know, you do it and you're fine. Yes. All the time. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. So it started off with ridiculousness Mm -hmm. and then, I mean, do you have advice for people? Is it just like who you know and like work gets work? I think it's both, Yeah. to be quite honest. I think sometimes you're just fucking lucky. Yeah. And the good news is that ridiculousness was revered, is that the right word, as a, as a show that was like easy to make and, and cool to write on and it was uh, clever and it was also basic at the same time. And so mm-hmm. people took that as like, wow, that's a good credit to have. Yeah. So... If you know, I was lucky enough that a couple of my other friends are writers on shows, and my one friend Jocelyn Hughes suggested me for another MTV show. Uh-huh. So it was just she and I and this other girl, Danielle Stewart. Oh yeah, I love hilarious. Danielle. <gasps> yeah, I used to write with her all the time. I miss She's her. She's amazing. Yeah. So she, we, it was just an all female room, and you know, people like you, they take you with them, and so I got very lucky. Yeah. But like. Also, you know, I'm sure you do too. You send out packets mm-hmm. to be a writer. And like the truth to me is those are bullshit. Yeah. Like do them. It's a good idea to do them. And I think maybe one in a million gets hired from one. But like at the end of the day. It's because people also like don't want to have to go through the whole process of reading. If you know someone can do the job and you like them and they're available, you're going to book that person over right. like the millions of packets that yeah. you just got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and sad, but some, true. It is. But if someone knows you and they don't know your writing, they may ask for the packet so they can yeah. see some samples and then you go from there. It's but. a good exercise to have. You want it in your back pocket. Absolutely. Um, what are some of the favorite things that you talk about on stage like right now? Like what's exciting you? Oh God. In comedy. What a great question. I mean, um, so. I'm talking a lot about right now the Italian people I grew up with. Okay. So that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking about Girl Scout cookies. I mean, as you should. Because they are. On the scene. What, what's your favorite Girl Scout cookie? I mean, a th- uh, Thin Mints. 
You're a thin mint. I'm a thin mint. I'll, I'll enjoy any of them. I love my boyfriend was at a party and got a bunch of boxes of Girl Scout cookies. And there was just like a roll of thin mints that sat on our kitchen counter that just kept getting lower and lower until it finally. Do you live with your boyfriend? I do. Yes. Oh. I know. He's creepily in the other room. Oh, he work is? Right now. Yes. Creepy. <laughs> I know. He has like 18 podcasts. I think he's um, editing You them were right both now. at the Turkey Bowl premiere. Yes. So, oh my God, yeah. look at you. Just a producer at heart. <laughs> no, I, it just like, it, <laughs> it just all clicked. Rem- I remembered it. So another reason why I was happy we got to wait until now to record is that I got to see you. Was that <laughs> yeah. the first time you had seen the movie or did yes. you? So that was like first time out of the gates. So a mutual friend who's been on the podcast, Greg Coolidge. Yeah. Um, we talked all about the turkey ball on the podcast. He's great. Yeah. He's, yeah. Amazing. The coolest guy. You should go listen to that episode. He invited us to the premiere and I didn't, I think I knew you were in it, but like, I didn't realize like how big your part was going to be or anything. Yeah. And I, you literally were the one person that made me laugh out loud the most in the movie. Thank you. Oh my gosh. No. Beverly like you're, is very cool. Thank Be- you. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly was the shit. <laughs> Can you tell the meatballs like how that all came about? Just because like, you're writing on shows, you're doing things, and all of a sudden Turkey Bowl just pops up? Well, so Turkey Bowl, I've known about for quite a few years. Um, my friend Eric Hover, mm-hmm. who is friends with Trevor yeah. from O-Town, um, he had always wanted to put me up for a part that actually Ashley Fink ended up playing, mm. and it was... Um, you know who Ashley Fink is. She was on Glee, and mm. she was in it with me. She and I were in all our scenes together. Okay. And um, they, her name is Cammy. And before, they were trying to cast, like, Jack Black and Jack Shepard. And, you know, I think there was, like, a... I don't know if Greg talked about that on the podcast, but, like, no. they had kind of had different vision for it in the beginning, like, yeah. years ago. And Eric was like, Renee, you should be Cammy. Like, yeah. I think she'd be great. And then when we got to... Um, all of a sudden, I got a call last year, two years ago, uh, January, and was like, hey, Turkey Bowl's happening, and I want you to play Cammy." Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, great. He's like, uh, let's get an audition on tape or whatever, which now I just found out he only did that to his friends, <laughs> which is like weird. It should be the opposite. It's weird. Yeah. Um, uh, it's just interesting. So it's also fine. Um, anyway, I put myself on tape. And uh, they, Greg asked, would I mind being Dana? Because mm-hmm. Dana's a little bit more mouthy mm-hmm. and she's a little bit more raunchy. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so same amount of lines, same part, mm-hmm. same billing, same everything. Yeah. So that was great. So that is how I got Dana. And I got there and I've never shot a movie before. I may have been on television, but I've never like as an actress been in a movie and it's a different, it's a different skill. It's a different, but you learn very quickly. I remember first yeah. movie I did, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and the truth is, is like Greg embraces improvisers and at my core, I'm an improviser. And yeah. so were a lot of the cast. Yeah. So he cared about the, the meat of the story and the story had to stay true, but he was so like open to us improvising. Um, yeah. I felt like you had really great like one-liners in it. Well, I got to write my own stuff. There like I go. got to like play around. He re- with yeah, it. he really gave me a lot of 
room. Oh my god! Yeah, and Ashley and I and Kristen, the three main main girl, like the three girls, click mm-hmm. in the movie. We got along so well instantly. So we, it was pretty natural on camera. Yeah, like I feel like people always wonder if like you hang out like once you're done filming or yeah. if you stay in touch. And you could tell that like the cast guys go see Turkey Bowl, like or rent it or I don't. How can Amazon. video Amazon. Get and it on iTunes Amazon. and iTunes. It's just so good. It's such a good it was feel good fun, movie, right? Oh my god, I had yeah. so much fun in the theater. No, it was great, and you guys were all there, and Jack Black was there. Like crazy, yeah, it was amazing. I loved it. Um, I also love lip sync battle, and I we Me need too. to talk about that. We need to talk about like behind the scenes stuff. Like I feel like for you, just because you're so good. So the reason why I kind of got introduced to Renee was through the Funny Dance Show, mm-hmm. and I remember I feel like. I forget which one was the first one I saw you perform in, but I was just like, who the fuck is this girl? You know? I did slow hands. Yes. Yeah. Pizza. Yes. That was my first time. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like Lip Sync Battle is like such a perfect like marriage of like dance and being funny and like everything that you're so good at. So can you tell us about that journey? Yeah. I mean, listen, it could not have been a greater fit for me and the history of who I am. Yeah. Like someone who wanted to be a dancer, danced a little bit, who's a comedian, who knows so much pop culture, ridiculous shit. Oh, yeah. It was a perfect fit. I didn't know that it was going to be a perfect fit. My friend Jenna Ginsig, who I worked with on MTV show, and she always like brings me along for the ride. She was like, Lip Sync Battle's being made into a TV show. It's on season two. They're looking for you know, people, I want to bring you in for an interview. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay. And I did kind of roll my eyes. I was like, how are you making this into a show? Like, who's going to watch? Like, really? And then I would watch season one. I was like, I get it. I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. still, I wasn't like, yes. You know, <laughs> but I was like, yes. So I went, I had an inter- I had an hour interview with the um, executive producer, Casey, and she was very specific about what she wanted to do in season two. And she wanted a very behind the scenes vibe in addition. Which I love. To the main thing. And originally it was supposed to meant, it it was kind of meant, I think the hope was that it could be like very Muppets Uh where like, you know, Muppets breaks that, that fourth wall and you get to see like behind the scenes in the mayhem. Oh yeah. And it was a little bit supposed to be like that. So when I got there, there's a whole different crew of people from season two was one crew of people, and then only a few of us moved on to season three and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, but season two, I was hired to do backstage, to do BCS. Okay. The comedy backstage. Okay. Um, sorry, I keep moving this. You're fine. And then um, another girl, Cece Pleasance, who is a brilliant writer. She's so funny. She's so nice. This is my first time ever meeting her. She was supposed to be Chrissy's writer and producer. Mm-hmm. And... I want to say two weeks before we started filming, the executive producer came in and was like, you two are switching. And I was like, what? Like, I've been writing ideas and I've been doing all this stuff. And I could tell she was kind of like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's because our personalities were so vastly different and they thought mine would go better with Chrissy. Uh I don't think that's true or false I think either one of us could do a great job at it Uh but so we just got switched so I I had no like I was not supposed to be with Chrissy Teigen so that happened and then CCET and I you know really bonded on 
just the whole show and the process and yeah. whatever uphill battles presented itself there. I mean, being a female in those situations, <laughs> like unless you're already surpassed a thing, yeah. like you're kind of, you know, if you're not the head of it or you're not like running it, like men are just like, mm. So how do you like make sure your voice is heard? And like, if you have a joke that you want to be heard, like how, how do you go about like pitching that and like making all this stuff happen? Well, so the season two was ran very differently. So mm-hmm. season two had two writers, uh, two male writers. One was for backstage. Okay. And one was for LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was Chrissy's writer and producer. And then... That was it. There was comedy producers for the backstage stuff. So you kind of stayed in your lane where what happened with me is um, Eva Longoria wanted to do Baby Got Back. And the whole rule of thumb is like, we're not repeating songs. Like if a song had already been done for like a second performance. So if as a first performance on Lip Sync Battle, if no one's ever watched it, the first round is you in your street clothes choice of song, you just lip sync raw. It's very karaoke with lip sync, right? Just walk out, do it, whatever. The round two, you, it ups its game, right? Like it goes full production, stage, you know, settings, like stage settings, (laughs) set pieces, costumes, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so if you had already, if we had already done a song for, uh, round two in season one, they did not want to repeat it. Mm -hmm. So Eva Longoria, I was only allowed to listen to the calls. I wasn't allowed to speak on the calls. Okay. So luckily I knew Jenna. Mm. So I texted Jenna while we were on listening on this call with Eva Longoria. And she kept saying she wanted baby got back, baby got back. And then Jenna was like, well, let's think about, you know, she was like talking to her on the phone. And then I texted her. I go, pitch her Anaconda. <gasps> it is baby got back, but for dicks. And it's new. Yeah. And she was like, what do you think about Anaconda? And she's like, and she basically, you know, was like, it's like, it's got samples, baby got back, loved it. She did Anaconda. So then Jenna's like, we need Renee to start like giving us song ideas for mm-hmm. each celebrity. So then little by little, everyone caught on. I hadn't even met Casey in person yet. Mm-hmm. This is a woman who interviewed me for almost an hour on a phone call. Oh my God. So I had never met her in person yet because they were keeping us so at bay. Yeah. And so, um, and then she called us in one day, and one of the writers, one of the male writers, I don't want to paint it like it's both, was very protective and territorial. So it was interesting. Like, if there was a meeting, mm-hmm. he didn't bring me in, even though I needed to be in it if it was about the show, because I was also working with Chrissy, yeah. who I had never met yet. Because you do pre-production for a while. Oh, totally. Yeah, so... Finally, it just became like, hey, everyone come in here. And so we, he was forced for us to be exposed, which was Cece's super sharp and funny. Mm-hmm. I'm sharp and funny. You know what I mean? So like we walked in and Casey, we finally met Casey for the first time. And she was like, we're looking for something to call Chrissy's area. Yeah. And so we started riffing and joking and she immediately liked us and was like, okay. Like then I became the person they came to. Um. So I remember the first time I met Chrissy Teigen. I want to hear about the first time you met Chrissy Teigen. Well, what's your story? <laughs> Mine is stupid. And it, literally, I was walking out of... It was 
Neil Brennan had just done his three mic show okay. for the first time. And, and it, she was there. She was there. It was yeah. at like the Largo Theater. And it was literally, I was trying to get out of Kate Upton's way and then just bashed right into Chrissy Teigen. And I just went, I touched a Teigen. Like, How long ago was, was that? Oh my God. This was years, years ago. ago. She loves Neil Brennan. Oh yeah. yeah. But yeah, like yeah. it was such like, I didn't know that. And it yeah. was just like trying to get away from one supermodel. <laughs> it was like a supermodel sandwich. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> and they're both lovely. They're lovely. And I feel like with Chrissy, there was like one other time I saw her in person. You forget how stunning she is. Cause she's so just funny and just like, yeah, cool. She's so pretty. And you're like, Oh my God. No, you're a supermodel. <laughs> like You're like, Oh my God. Yeah. She's great yeah so I want to hear about your first time my first time meeting her was we were on stage rehearsing well I went in her dressing room and introduced myself okay I think she had a guard up at first because uh season one was taped half in New York and half in LA Mm -hmm. and she had somebody I think his name was Mark I don't know who she kept but we made it a running joke that season because she was like well who's gonna like, if I ask her something, they get it for me right away. Like, whatever. Because basically, we give her little props. And we were re, we were upping her game in the show. Oh, yeah. Like, so I was, you know, she and I, I was in her ear. We would joke around about the performances. I'd give her some lines. She'd get, and I'd write, like, ideas for her. Like, hey, this is what's happening. I'd tell her. And then I would work with the props department to say, like, if I pitched, so if I pitched Eva Longoria to do Anaconda, what are we going to do for Chrissy to be that, crass part of it oh, right totally. to like button it yeah so that's what I would do and I would come out and be like here's your gummy snake and here's your you know whatever and like dream job I yeah. love this like honestly <laughs> perfect fit for me because yes. then I started truly pitching all the songs in the creative to the celebrities yeah and I remember when I pitched Chris D'Elia they were like there was a big email that went out that Renee's gonna be ahead of the creative mm-hmm. and if Casey can't be on the phone Renee will be on the phone with the celebrities or whatever. And I got on the phone with Chris D'Elia and then I go, hey, Chris, it's Renee. And I didn't want to like him to, I didn't want to assume he can, he knew who I was, even though he knows who I am. Yeah. We went to JFL together. Yeah. <clears throat> we know each other. <laughs> and he goes, we're in the middle of talking and he goes, wait, 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 wait. Is this Renee Gautier? And I go, yeah, he goes, oh, what's up? <laughs> I was like, nothing. Do you want to do Demi Lovato? Good, like, you know what I mean? Like, we're thinking Wiggle. And he actually came up with Demi Lovato. Really? One. Yeah. I didn't see his. His girlfriend told, at the time, told him to do Cool for the Summer. Oh, okay. He was great. He was yeah. so, he went up against Brent Marin. Oh my God. Yeah. It was a great Perfect. show. They were on Undateable together. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but my point was that, so I knew so much of what was going on on stage now that it was getting like better. But my first interaction with Chrissy was I went on stage. We were doing, it was uh, Josh Gad against the girl from Big Bang. Uh, Kaylee Cuoco. Cuoco. And didn't she do Britney? She did Britney. She did Britney. I was very she jealous did it of that. so good. Uh, Josh Gad also was amazing. It was a great <laughs> episode. But I went to tell her, you know, here's what's on. And I... I was standing, someone took a picture of it too. I think I have a picture of me like talking to her and she goes, you know, don't write me any jokes. So I'm not going to say them. And I go, why would I write you jokes? And she was like, I don't know. I was like, yeah, I ain't writing jokes. <laughs> I go, do you want jokes? You doesn't make any sense. And she goes, yeah, I don't know. And she was like kind of weird about it. And I go, okay. And she goes, and by the way, I'm pregnant. 
And I go, what? <laughs> she goes, so like, don't bring alcohol. Like, don't like, make sure you don't give me alcohol or anything as like a prop. Oh my God. And she was like, nobody knows. So like, don't say anything. I was like, Chrissy, I could go to TMZ right now. Like, this is huge. You're trusting me, which she had. And I think that's probably the moment she felt safe with me because yeah. I've never, like I bought her children's books like as a little gift and like, yeah. you know, was whatever. Was it with Luna? Was this yeah. her first too? It was with Luna. I mean, what an icon in herself. Luna. <laughs> Fucking well, I, Luna. I'm sure Luna hates me. <laughs> Why? She just got this like stone cold face and she's just kind of like, mm-hmm. You're like, I get it. I'll go fuck off. Yeah. yeah. She's the spawn of yeah. Tegan and fucking John, the EGOT. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She's, she's so cute. Unless she's you're sweet. Misty Copeland, she doesn't care. Yeah. I'm not on my toe. I'm not on point walking around. But yeah, so that's how I met her. I mean, I was, I was intimidated for a little bit. Yeah. And then I was just finally like, oh, well, this is it. Oh my God, that's We're so together, cool. together, baby. Do you have any like absolute favorite ones that you worked on? Like any performances that you're super proud of or like you just remember fangirling out? Tom Holland doing uh, Umbrella. That was my favorite. It was so good. It's I was incredible. so proud of it. And then uh, one of the executive producers goes, do you think Chrissy will come down uh, as Spider, dress as Spider-Man <laughs> from the rafters? And I go, oh, I don't know. And then I asked her and she goes, fuck yeah, let's do it. And I was like, oh, and she was up in the rafters for the whole performance. And she said to me, she, I was in her ear, I go, are you good? Please do not fall. Yeah. And she goes, this is the best view I've ever had of this show. Cause she's like always on the side. Um, Tom Holland was so great. I almost cried when uh, it rained. Oh. Cause we had never had it rain on stage. Like this show is passion. Like I have such passion and I'm proud of it. You should be. Cause like to see your like idea come to life like that it's is so just cool. from every department was incredible. On such like a smaller level, I last year worked with a law firm and they, they just have these parties they throw that yeah. are just like thousands and thousands of dollars. And this year the theme was lip sync battle and they <laughs> like it. built the legit set. Like Did it they? was production value was on point. And I, I got to host the whole show and kind of like do like a Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, like beginning bit. And Amazing. then I worked for a month with all the lawyers' wives on a medley. <laughs> I kid you not, Renee, I've never been more proud of my entire life. It's just incredible, right? Watching them execute it, like just hitting the floor, crying. It's like, so good. It's so good. Uh, and all of our backup dancers. So when you came to the Funny Dance show that I... Did, mm-hmm. right so the two of those guys are backup dancers to lip sync battle among many other people many and scott the blonde mm-hmm. was like every time they rehearse i'm watching it just like <laughs> so proud because like oh my god that because our choreographer is amazing and we she and i work on a lot of projects together. danielle flora yeah oh, another She's jersey so girl good. i love She'll her be in town for a few weeks you should have her on oh yeah we had messaged about it because i met oh, her good. i think at one of your shows and we like messaged and then i think she went away and yeah i would love to have her based on. in jersey you should absolutely she was in a girl group called she moves what isn't yes. that a Ricky Martin song? Yeah, she bangs. <laughs> she bangs. Another guy. Another, he held my hands oh. backstage and he was like, it's so good. And grabbed my hands. I was like, oh my God, I love you. Like, I got hit on by Mace. 
Uh, so good. It's oh my god. One of my strongest bits that I used to do is my getting hit on by Mace. Oh my god. And then um And isn't he like a Christian like rapper great. now? He wasn't inappropriate. He was just I love dope. it. <laughs> no. just like validation has been felt. Um, <laughs> That's incredible. And uh sorry. No. Funny. You're fine. I'm like, sorry, it's my manager. <laughs> it is. Um, I want to know, did yeah. you work on the episode that Ramona Singer and Melissa Gorga did? Um, can Chrissy you please and tell I us? were fangirling. So I, but Chrissy wasn't on set yet, and Ramona was <laughs> rehearsing. So we have two stages. One's the main lip sync battle stage, and the other one is set like a VIP stage with the dance floor for rehearsals. Okay. And all the dressing rooms that have like champagne buttons. And like, I'm going to tell you, like Casey Patterson, the executive producer, has such incredible, impeccable taste in visuals. She like just gets it. And yeah. I'm always impressed by her. And um, so Ramona was, and I record, I got scared, but I like recorded her standing there and sent it to Chrissy, but it was like two seconds. And she goes, that's fucking it? I was like, yeah, I got scared. She's like, that's it? She's Because she was like, this is, my super <laughs> exactly and i have the best video of i was dressing her up so melissa gorga was doing when i grow up by mm -hmm. pussycat dolls and danielle and i had been passion projecting cafeteria choreo <laughs> i was like i want it to be in a cafeteria i was like and danielle's like yes and i go and we need slamming a trays, right? We need tray choreo. Yes. And she goes, yes. And we always got told kind of no. She and I would pitch together all the time. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, we finally sold it. And Casey in those run the script read through was like, are you fucking happy? Or tray choreo is going to be here. And I was like, oh, you're going to fucking be so impressed. And Danielle was, you know, and, uh, and Chrissy was the lunch lady. So I was like, you're going to be the lunch lady. So oh this God, video, yes. I'll look for it while we're talking. But this video is amazing so basically Ramona we're waiting for Melissa to get ready <laughs> honestly Chrissy looks like J-Lo as a lunch lady she has hoops <laughs> this, and she's wearing like a net over her head she goes why is this happening to me and then Ramona's across the way in the VIP section talking to Todd who is LL Cool J okay and she's talking to him and she goes huh like <laughs> You know, it's like, but we all know Ramona likes boys. Like, she likes boys. She's yeah. not coming over to talk to Chrissy. Nope. She want boys. Mm -hmm. um, and the video is so amazing because I took it of her and she just looks so jealous. Oh, my God. Um, but yes, Ramona was like watching Weekend at Bernie's, like a, a dead person being traveled around. It was so funny. The oops, I did <laughs> And she took the, that was on one of the episodes. It was. Oh my God. It was on the Halloween episode. <laughs> and our costume designer, Jeannie Cheek, made that for her. Uh huh. And she like took, and I was like, Jeannie. <laughs> Jeannie, you're on Real Housewives. <laughs> um, that, that was pretty epic. Wow. This is her throwing meat on my script. Oh my God. She's such a bitch. Guys, I, I feel like we need to post these videos with the episode. Oh, yes. Yes. That's her, her mom's Thai beef. Of course it is. Uh, peppers. Um, oh, my God. I love that. I want to oh, know who was your... Oh, yes. Wait, is there sound? Yeah, there's sound. Wait. <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, Chrissy's, <laughs> Chrissy's expression. <laughs> Just seeing that Ramona is so not interested in her. No, pause. But, yeah, it's longer. You can see her, but she's like... I 
can't fucking believe this. I'm like, it's incredible. Ramona's in a world of her own. She is. She was incredible. <laughs> and if you're not a hot little dude, it, you're not in the world. You're not a hot big dude. <laughs> exactly. She's like, come on. Yeah. And when did you guys start getting celebrities to come on? Because didn't you have Beyonce and like JLo? Like you had like big people come on the show. A lot of cameos started in season two. Okay. So Beyonce happened because it was supposed to be a cutout of Beyonce. And then Ch- uh, Channing had um, was doing Run the World. And he had made a video jokingly um. and sent it to Beyonce. <sighs> and then she was like, I'll come. Oh my but god! But that night, Quentin Tarantino was there. Paula Abdul was there. Like that was a such a that was also an incredible episode. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, I kind of thought Channing was dorky, a little bit. Yeah, and I didn't mind it except he kept repeating the same joke. <laughs> what was, was the like, joke? I'm sleeping on the couch tonight, you guys. I gotta go home tonight. Like everything was about like this okay. husband's gonna be in trouble. Foreshadowing. Like, Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Not even. It was so dumb. I mean, I also, I think Jenna Dewan's performance on that, didn't she do Pony? She did Pony, uh-huh. and she did Paula Abdul, Cold Hearted Snake. Just. And they did both full productions, both rounds. Ugh. When when Paula Abdul, and I'd never met Paula Abdul before, Paula Abdul came <sighs> out and looked just like Jenna, did the full Cold Hearted. I can't. The one thing I'll say about Paula Abdul is she is down for a funny cameo. I like love that. she's down for it. And yeah. she's that was so fucking cool. Like I was like, I want to be doing cold hearted snake with Paula Abdul. Like oh it was God. like my dreams. Growing up coming every uh, there was okay, this perfect segue leading into all things Paula. There was like a documentary like cassette, like video that came out and it started with her like Laker girl days and then knocked out and it was basically going through each music video and behind the scenes and that's when I that was when everything happened (laughs) I wanted to be her so bad (laughs) oh my god no and then when I got a job to write for her like (sighs) at one point I don't think she realized that I like grabbed her because I there's a song vibology Uh yeah (laughs) hello god (laughs) and uh I was like we were all sitting at a table. It's my first time meeting her. And Nappy Taps, uh, Napoleon and Tabitha, mm-hmm. who are major choreographer, creative director, powerhouses yeah. from So You Think You Can Dance. And they did the Super Bowl this year with mm-hmm. J-Lo. And they're also incredible. But they never met me either. Like, they worked on one episode of uh, Lip Sync Battle Shorties, and that's for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they just did one episode. So I was sitting at the table and Paula looked at me and she goes, I want to be funny. I want to feel fresh. I was like, you got it. And so we're talking about something in Vibology they were talking about. And I go, oh yeah, yeah. Like when you, when you do horny horns (laughs) and, and nobody knew what the fuck I was talking except for Paula. And I think it was Tabitha and she goes, horny horns. And I go, yeah, horny horns. Like whatever. (laughs) And Paula grabbed my hand and squeezed it. She goes, yes. And I was like, yeah. And that was your moment. That was when she trusted you. I don't think you get it. No, it took longer than that. But I was like, one point I told her, I go, I don't think you understand. I know everything about you. Yeah, it's creepy. What's weird is that I'm here. Like my whole family was like, oh my God, what? And I'm like, I fucking know, man. You manifested this since a little kid. I did, I did. Was that like your thing? Like at talent shows, would you perform like Paula Abdul stuff? Like were you just really into rocking out to Paula in your bedroom? Like Um, how did that even happen? I don't have any idea. I don't know how the fuck it happened. Oh my God. I just always loved her. Well, Cold Hearted Snake 
I, I mean, that video, I mean, because of Bob Fosse, like I was always the biggest Bob Fosse fan. Yeah. So when all that jazz, like when I got, when I got to see that and then get a take off with us and then cold hearted, it like my brain exploded. I, I know. Sorry, every guys, we're going song. inside baseball no, no, no. right now. I mean, I knew every song I had her remix, her <sighs> dance, uh, shut up and dance. Yeah, of course, as you would. The, all the cassettes. I have it over there, actually. Oh, I have God. the actual cassette right there. I can't. No, wait. So, so great. and then you brought, did you bring Percy onto it or like? So they were looking for someone to play MC Scat Cat and essentially, um, uh, sorry, I got sidetracked. Um, essentially what happened is they were looking for an MC Scat Cat. Mm-hmm. They wanted someone who was basically able to dress as MC Scat Cat and to be able to do warm up mm-hmm. in a way, but also like they were going to do crowd work up until the show. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, whatever. And then uh, maybe have a couple moments with her. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, you know, to me, Percy's very high energy. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. At first, I was like, he probably would be the perfect fit for this. Mm -hmm. And at first, they were like, "Mm, we don't know. We might want like a B-boy or someone to be whatever. And it was in Vegas. And I was like, "Um, okay. Well, all right. And then we got to Vegas and Percy happened to be there. Mm -hmm. And uh, this girl, Brittany Cherry, who's from... uh, she works on Dancing with the Stars and she was in an Ed Sheeran music video and she's fucking crazy good at dancing and she's wonderful. She was like, you should down low call Percy next. We were having auditions. It was nothing was working. Yeah. So I go, you're right. So I brought him in. I said, listen to me. I'm going to throw shit at you like improv. I want you to just do what I'm saying. Yeah. Just do it. And he did. He won her over and that's how he got it. Oh my God. I know. I love it. Um, I feel like there's so many things I want to talk to you about. I, know, I want so you to much, yeah. pimp out your podcast now. Oh, yes. I have a podcast called Adventures of Mitch and Gooder. Uh, Mitch and I met on Lip Sync Battle. He writes for LL Cool J. I wrote for Chrissy. Uh, we had a pilot called We're Doing This. We shot it at Dynasty Typewriter, and mm-hmm. Chrissy and John came. Oh my God. It was it was just a really great. So we basically want to sell this as a late night show yeah. with two different point of views, like very black to make it very basic it's black lives matter meets me too right it's like yeah. a white like woman like like just different worlds colliding and it's just really fun to listen to first of all i love oh, your theme you. song um can we just talk i mean thank how you. on the nose is that well i played it like just because we were going to always change it because i'm a big fan of like playing music our r&b episode explains me a lot yeah um but yeah he's it's a great podcast and we're just trying to reverse engineer so people kind of incu- trying to incubate just a little bit so people start to like us so they want to see us on tv it's totally. like a hard sell when you're not famous it is it is i get it and i think it's it's awesome it's just really fun to listen to like i listen to it like when i'm cleaning like it's just it, ha- it makes you laugh and you guys have really good like cutaways to music and just you talk about a lot of stuff your latest episode was a conspiracy theory thing which was, i found yeah, tricky I, did not know many things that you brought up. I love that you brought up that Katy Perry was maybe John Benet Ramsey. Like, that was and cool. And you can hear Mitch not know. I know. Like, he goes, wait, what? And then when he doesn't know something, he, like, starts to yell a little bit. And you're like, okay. Do people ever... Oh, wait, he's married. I was going to yeah. say, do people ever think you guys are dating? Never. Never. No, his wife is amazing. Um, Do you... I mean, are you single now? I am single. Okay, I want to know, because I feel like I have so many friends that are my best friends from Chicago, and she would always say to me, we lived out here together... Um, if you moved to Chicago, you'd be married in six months. Hundred percent. And I feel like, I mean, do you feel so? You feel the same way? Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, 
Like, like I, I like, joke that I'm chain restaurant hot. Like if I went to the right part of California, I could have a couple husbands. Like you just go right into an Applebee's like and Irvine. get it done. Yeah. Oh yeah, done. Yeah. I'm just naming where the improvs are. <laughs> I'm like yeah, I've been are. to chain restaurant. Ontario, Brea, <laughs> exactly. Irvine. Oh my god. Um, so we normally do a thing. We do just enough sports. For the week, so everyone yeah. can talk sports. Yeah. Are you a Chicago Cub fan? I am. My family's completely split down the middle. I respect both teams. You, I like that. But I do like the Cubs, yeah. I love over it. the Sox. Yeah, I feel like, see, I always root for the Cubs again because my best friend, Cubs, yeah. fan, all of that. Supportive. I'm Yankees number one, oh. and then it's it's Dodgers and Cubs. So yeah, you're, sure. you're top three. Thank you. Right? Yeah. Um, do you I'm like going- the Cubs, thank you. <laughs> Exactly. I feel like there should be like dance performances at like baseball games. Like it does get kind of boring. It's so boring. I just eat a bunch. Oh my God. Just right? hot dog it A hot dog. Yeah. Hot dog it up. Yeah. Um, I want to know what song would you walk out to if you were playing baseball? Like oh. what's your theme song? Uh, Celine Dion, It's All Coming Back to Me. <laughs> <laughs> I think a nice ballad, a theatrical ballad makes the most sense. For me and who you'd be rooting for in me. Oh, my God. I yeah, love it. That's so stupid. Um, no, it's amazing. <laughs> um, I want to know just because I, I feel like right now it's kind of an in-between time for sports. Yeah. I was going to have you make your own football team, but I'm really not into that right now. <laughs> okay. Like It's, it's going to be a lot of work. You yeah. have to think. It was, I was going to make you do like a pop star football team. It's a lot, guys. <laughs> it's a lot. We're not here for that. Um, I want to know... Um, what like you recommend wearing to a baseball game like going on a good date like all that stuff honestly I might be wearing it it's like just a a well-fitted tee cute sneakers yes successful butt jeans and an accessory you stand behind Uh, uncommon James earrings uncommon James girl boss yeah no they're amazing um what do you want in the future I feel like you've accomplished so many amazing things I'd like to be more in front of the camera in the future I'd like to have you know yeah, I'd, I'd love to be able to just be funny on camera and be authentic and that's it. And do your thing. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite pictures and costumes I've seen you wear is the Christina Aguilera dirty outfit from oh, the Funny Jesus Dance Christ. Show. Yeah. Um, that was and very it was, vulnerable of me. <laughs> no, it was amazing. Oh, God. Again, look up her um, Instagram for that. Uh, at the end of each episode, I ask someone to do a read of a lyric. It's normally a Lady Gaga read. Okay. Because she retweeted a parody I did years ago, and now she's Goal's guest. Okay. So we're trying to manifest it. Okay. Um, but sometimes we change it up. And for you, I picked the dirty lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> not that this no. that's your playing the field sheet okay. that we're not going to do um so you can look over it. you can pick mm. like one two three four five and you can either do it you know do it as your character from turkey bowl do it as just a down-home chicago girl you could do it as a jersey girl i'm just reading the lyrics dramatically you could do it however you want whatever interpretation mm. sometimes it's like a love letter to someone sometimes it's just your advice yeah on how to like work this entertainment business so you Mm. you, I was gonna read this like a pregnant woman I love it there you go perfect um because you you look at I'm I'm gonna talk to the meatballs for a second talk to the meatballs I'm ready when you are oh perfect look at that meatballs we're gonna make this quick thank you (laughs) thank you for listening rating reviewing the podcast um I totally appreciate it that's how we keep it going thank you for supporting the sponsors and also share with your friends that's the best way to find out about podcasts all right without further do we have Renee Gautier and the epic dirty this is dirty saying like 
not sang, spoken, like a woman who's nine months pregnant. Oh, I'm overdue. Give me some room. I'm coming through. Paid my dues. I'm in the mood. Me and the girl's going to shake the room. DJ spinning, show your hands. Let's get dirty. That's my jam. I need that uh, to get me off. Get this fucking baby out of my body. That's a new lyric. <laughs> that wasn't that great. I really it enjoyed like, it. Okay. It made me very happy. Um, it brought a whole I new meaning. never have kids. Um, so there it was. You're too busy. I'm it's busy. fine. You have your best friend, Luna, to it's play true. with. Yeah, she hates me. She knows um, Tell the meatballs where they can find you, where they can listen to you, everything. Um, you can follow me at Nene Guter on Twitter and Instagram. Um, also, my podcast... Uh, with Mitch Marchand, Adventures of Mitch and Gooder, everywhere, Spotify, Apple, all of it. Um, Amazing. What else? Oh, ever I have a monthly show called Classic Comedy. Yeah, so if come you're in out. Los Angeles, yeah, it's in a very cool area. It really is. Echo Park. Oh my God, want to move there? The coolest. Love it. Yeah. Um, I love you. I could talk pop culture I and know. music for just hours. <laughs> and if the Funny Dance Show has a season two, we should do a Paula Abdul medley. We could tap. Damn. We could do all the things. I'm done. Right? Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Oh, no. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. And Meatballs, thank you again for listening. I'm Jacqueline Murfuji. This is What's Your Jersey, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby.